Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. If Karga said you were coming, we have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. <laughs> Love you guys. At least I remembered. Okay. I didn't, it would have been really embarrassing if we got halfway through this. All right. Well, this is a good start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. I'm Luke, and I'm here with a couple of regulars today. Going to chat with you about a, an elephant in the room. We have Dave with us. Hey, everybody. Don't talk too loud. I'm still a little hungover. Oh, no. I'm sure we'll hear about that. And we <laughs> have Justice with us as well. Hello. I'm always loud. Um, but you, y'all didn't do Mardi Gras, so I don't know what... Oh, I had some friends over last night for the AEW <laughs> pay-per-view, and we had uh, too many beers over a five-hour wrestling pay-per-view. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm pretty sure there are people that are still hungover in New Orleans from Mardi Gras. Yeah, well, I'm, I bet. Some of them are flying back here. You know, that's what mm. uh, Ash Wednesday's for. <laughs> Yesterday for me, I woke up at 7.30 so that I could play an X-Wing game with somebody in England. Oh, and awesome. that was Good for that you. Was, my main thing. I, I remember. <laughs> I remember those days. I need to get back into those days. I got absolutely smashed. And what destroyed. is the what's the time difference to England? My my uh, brother in law may be getting married there. Uh, my, so seven hours. Okay. My eight a.m. was one p.m. for him. One, two, three. Okay, four, a lot five. more than. Okay. Yeah, five. A lot less. That's way less than I thought. Yeah, that was. I don't know. Four. I traveled through time last week. That was for Two the times. Jawa Ball tournament for the Pokemon thing, and I am not doing well. I am one in three. I am regretting taking HMPs because everybody's jousting me, or my HMP trainer. So setting up pro blocks is, is just not a thing in that in that game, which might actually be uh, the same thing going for 3.0. So in case anybody is confused, I'm personally calling it 3.0. Did you guys want to call it 3.0 or 2.5? I'm fine with 3.0. I just, uh, when we were discussing it online there, I was more worried that I had missed something because I had only heard 2.5 and then you said 3.0. I thought, damn, there's more more stuff coming out. AMG X Wing. <clears throat> right. I, I don't, whichever you call I get it now. We're all on the same page. The game is, it is what it is today and it's not changing for another, I don't know, couple months till a points update. <laughs> when, they, when they decide it needs fixing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, discussion on 3.0. I'm. Uh, we were talking with Brendan in the Discord. Uh, he's saying it's fair to call it 3.0 because you do need new product to play it. Yeah, that actually that's that was a really interesting, uh, very good point. Sorry. And and is there any 
like is that coming soon i mean I, it seems I, like i don't even have well, a color printer so I, i'm printing out the wrong sized tokens so to play you'd have to have like cardstock and or like thick photo paper and print it out yourself and then cut it out yourself print and play are they the well, same size as a standard seismic well it's a totally different shaped token. oh yeah there's yes and someone told me that it's the wrong size. Like they're not on the printout. It's the wrong size. Yeah. Okay. They have them in the Epic conversion kit, but yes, not a lot of people have that. No. And on Tuesday, Brian had that. So he brought it. I um, actually have it. I've never opened it, too? it. Yeah. So you guys are hey, bad. They, they need to sell that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Patreon on fly better. And they said that they're going to be making acrylic for it. So I'm just going to wait for that. Curled Paul already has theirs up. Really? Yeah. Damn, I just I'm just, just going to wait till I get the stuff I'm already paying for to show up. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not in a huge rush since I'm not back to in person all the time yet. But but it is kind of you know, it, it's not unreasonable to think AMG should supply a new box. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, like a new. Um, just do a whole course. I don't care. Do a whole new course set if you want. Yeah, I'm sure that's coming. It's not like we with won't the, spend money with a new rule printout for their current rules. And then two weeks later, there's going to be 30 erratas in that print book. But yeah, let's let's discuss. So we've had, we're a little bit late to the party, but like Justice uh, said before the cast, we've had time to digest. So who wants to go first? I mean, <laughs> I'll do. We go. want to do uh, main opinions over the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, just or do our, we want uh, to go? I, I like your breakdown of it. So let's just give you know our general thoughts right now, and then really delve into the meat and potatoes. Okie dokie. So my main um, issue with it so far, obviously there's no balance. Like balance, they've discussed that balance is not their main focus at the moment, which is really annoying for a competitive It it is odd to say that. But obviously I'm having fun. When you put the ships on the table, you're still playing X-Wing and it's still fun. You're still... The dial is still a huge part of the game. My main thing is the strictness of the list building. You're just counting to 20, so it doesn't really feel as much of a puzzle anymore to me anymore. But it, um, on the plus side, there's a lot of pilots that I would have never put on the table that I'm putting on the table now, just because it fits better into a list. But yeah, just um, uh, my, one of the things I brought up on the Flybetter Facebook, one of my favorite lists of all time is Asajj. Ventress, Lando Calrissian in the Scum, Falcon, Autopilot Drone, and Victor Hell. I can deck out Victor Hell and Lando, and I'm going to do not pay two points for an Autopilot Drone. It is way overcosted now. Uh, just replace it with Ahav or uh, one of, with the Z95 that fits at two points. But uh, Asajj cannot take the title anymore, so you mm-hmm. no longer have that option to do the tractor ability and make Lando and Victor's shots hit harder and taking um, a four ship list um, where not all of the ships can hit hard and do what you want them to do really hurts in this format. I I noticed Um, that some of the ships can't, yeah, there are other ships that can't take their titles. Moldy Crow, for instance, on some of the scum Falcon. I, I understand they're trying to be thematic. Um, but my issue is when you're creating a squad, there's nothing thematic. Like, this never actually happened. You're creating your own story. So why can't I have an Asajj that stole the Shadowcaster for a little bit 
and beat up Ketsu. Like, I'm aware that it's not her ship, but I don't have anything else to put on her. She she has two force, and that's great, but she just has a... There's nothing... She's still a, a great ship, but without that ability, it just feels like taking a very non-maneuverable, thick ship, not the right decision anymore. Um... I mean, Ketsu is one point less, and she gets the title, but it'd be nice. You're paying eight points to just have that is title the on there. Is the title zero? Uh, the title is zero for Ketsu, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just nice to be able to have that as an option, especially since it costs more than the one with the title. So I agree, and there's built-in, you know, there's built-in synergies and uh, likes that people have. Like, my main... Uh, thing against them saying everything needs to be thematic is Boba Fett can take any single fire spray title. And Lats Rozzy can't take the Hound's Tooth title even though she drove it in the show. Hmm. So anyway, that's just a little thing. It, it's just the strictness of the list building not being able to take what you really want. Like I understand having limits on points but if I want to Sajify the Shadowcaster, I should be able to. Anyway, that's my rant on that. Um, uh, it, it's thoughts? weird. It's weird seeing some of the like loadouts that's possible. And, you know, as not part of the dev team and stuff, not understanding exactly what they were going for for some of the like points that they put ships at. Mm-hmm. But my general overall impression of it is I've enjoyed playing it. There are some... Okay, so I played a game on Scott's stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hexiled yesterday. I hadn't played at all. So, like, he kind of twisted my arm, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll play one. I'll play on stream. And I lost, but I almost won. And I almost won based on scenario points like it was close which scenario and did you play it was scrambled tra- the transmission okay that's one of the ones that i have um and you know in 2.0 i lost sunfac like i was flying flying my nantex list which is a mm-hmm. great i love this list i do have to tweak it a bit there's some changes i need to make on it i'm looking at but i love my nantex and i love this list sunfac like died immediately Oh, and, my opponent was, <laughs> and my opponent was fly, flying this fat ray, like this huge fat ray. Yeah. And if it was a game in 2.0, after I lost Sunfac, I would have looked at the board state, and I'll be like, I would have just like, we can concede now. It's over. I can't win with this. But because of the way things are now, I almost pulled out a victory. He, I had to not lose my ship, and I ended up losing it because I did make a bad decision. I think I just needed to not lose what a ship. Were the other ships in the list, so you had. Uh, I was running points for me. It was Sunfac with his loadout. I can get that Chertek, mm-hmm. another Nantex, General Grievous, yeah. and Tri Fighter three forty seven. Okay. Yeah, it's really hard not to take Grievous when you're taking Separatists. No, such, and... Such a good deal. Grievous, like, Grievous punches. Grievous now... Grievous was always... I loved Grievous. 
But now he just punches even harder. And with how I fly my Nantex, I, people are like, oh, they got nerfed. I don't think they did. The only, My only complaint about the Nantex is they didn't give my Petronaki Aces the ability to take and snare. Mm, had a problem with that. But Yeah, they don't want that spam. I, I've always been fine with fully execute. That should have been on the card to begin with. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. Even people that love Nantex like you do. Yeah, no. I'd love it. Fully execute. Needed to be on that card since day one. But, I mean, I almost pulled out a victory without really shooting right. I've won games without shooting a ship at all. Like... Knowing your win conditions now, like, it's not so much you... Sometimes you would lose in list building. You would lose when you set up your stuff and you see what your opponent has. You would lose in 2.0. You can be like, I don't need to fly this because I already know I can't beat this list. But now you look at it and say, okay, my win conditions are this. I know I need to get this before anything happens. Oh, I don't want to interrupt you, but this is the first time this has ever happened. We have been raided. Oh! We got raided by Nickel City X-Wing. Hi, Greg and company. Hello, Daniel. I see you in the chat. Hello, Axel Prime. This is it's cool. This has never happened before. Yay, raiding! Thanks, everybody, for chatting. Things are about to get uh, very controversial. <laughs> uh. My thoughts on road and everything before, that's nothing compared to now, I don't think. Hmm. I think this was the real, um, what they called it, the real secret surprise. Thank you, everybody who has been following. I appreciate it very much. And now our comment section is going to be the most active it's ever been. <laughs> I had to jump on uh, Twitch chat to see the raid. Two Canadians and a Southern. All right. So oh, let's... Dave, what's your thoughts? Yeah, what's your thoughts right now? You played. You played a game. So I played. I played only one game so far, and one the uh, one of the things I noticed. So we're, we're having a a, tor- a store tournament at the uh, at the game chamber, which is old two rules, and we were also practicing for this weekend's tournament, which is the new three rules. So I brought a list uh, that someone brought up, I think, on our last show. It was Vader in the Defender and Four Ties. Uh. <laughs> because it was, it was very easy to switch. So I only had to bring one list that was very easy to switch between 2.0 and 3.0. The one thing I'll notice, so in 2.0, that list is naked. In 3.0, Vader has a whole bunch of upgrades with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and the TIE Fighters can't take any. They can't load up anything. But if he's 11 points, that means that you can take... I took Night uh, Beast and three, I think, three Obsidian. Is that right? Well, you could... Well, that would be only 19 points, right? So you yeah, take so. a three-pointer and then... Uh, no, I took 19 points, points because I'm that way. Ooh. Okay. Don't oh, give your so opponent that one point. <laughs> he has to beat me to get that point. Well, he get. Oh. Is that how that works? Yeah. No, he gets a point immediately okay and then if he loses the game what happens well then it doesn't matter then, then it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter that's right but you can just choose to always uh since there is technically bidding in the game so you can 
with your 19 points say, okay, I'm going to move last every time. Really? Oh, I didn't know if that. Somebody else, if somebody else brings an I-6, I'm pretty sure that's the rules now. Really? If you're going to sacrifice a point. Again, we're all new to can, this. So. Yeah. If you're going to. Let's see. X-Wing rules documents. But with the, even, on that well, topic. Sorry, yeah. So besides that, Dave, what else? I guess it is still X-Wing. I don't know that I loved having the scenario thrown in, though. Especially playing basically the same list twice in a row. One with no scenario, one with the other. Or one without. One with, one without. Uh, I think I still liked just the dogfight better. Yeah, in a perfect world, I, I would have loved it if they kept with nah. their standard mode, extended mode. And or um, scenarios. And epic. And then just keep standard and extended as the competitive formats and not yeah. just not just have standard. I, I know, I think everybody's playing it because it's a new thing, but having it as the main competitive format, I know it's their new thing. It's the new thing that they made, so they're making it that way. But it, it sucks a little bit just that nobody is going to be playing just regular dogfight anymore. I, I'm, again, I'm the odd man out, it feels. I, I only liked... played. I only played. I want to say that I only played one game that way, so I don't. Okay. I feel like my opinion is not fully formed. Which, I just, uh, I just didn't it? love it as much. And what I did notice, another thing, uh, list building for this week. Uh, now every Fang fighter can take afterburners, so hmm, I am a little excited to try again. Yeah, which you know, uh, which scenario was it, Dave? Oh, yes. Uh, I don't remember. What did you have was... to do? <laughs> Activate satellites? So you had to or... spend your action? Yeah. Okay, okay that's, that's scramble the scramble this scramble this transmissions. Okay. I didn't pick it. I, I think we I just... like scramble. My first game that I played, um I, I'm just gonna say this quick. I know you're trying to say something, Justice, was with uh two HMPs and six vultures, and they my first game was scramble and they sucked at it. You spend your action on I-1 for the scramble. Guess what? The I-4 or I-5 is going to come in and take that from you. And you're not going to get any points from that. Initiatives really do matter in all of these modes. And does does speed? Like I, I feel like I would re- definitely rather take fast AC ships now than, say, a tugboat or you know, a Y-wing that's just going to putter around. It- like, I want to get to the... If, if you know, victory points is going to help you win, then... You better get up on those action. You better get on that. But you can always come back from a slower start with victory points, though, too. Mm-hmm. Because, so, okay, for the setup, and this is just as you set up, Ollie, I remember back in 2019, um, with Ollie had this huge, like, about turn zero. And I agreed with him. Um, Rock placement is so important, but I've always been the type to, like, I always just said, I'm just throwing this rock wherever. But in reality, now, I've learned where this rock goes, and I know it looks like I'm just throwing it down, but there's a actual placement. Anyone who's played me, ever, knows that I take the biggest rock and put it 3-3 from a board edge. Yeah, Not 2-2, two, two, but 3-3. Three, three. That mm-hmm. video from Ollie has been a big impact on where I put rocks. But now if you think about the whole notion of even where to put your scenarios. So the first person puts their scenario within their semi-hemi-circle, oval range. And so, like, if it's salvage, 
or a scramble, I mean, or if it's salvage the cargo, or if it's whatever. You place that first scenario where you can take one of your own ships to move slow. Mm -hmm. You know, place it right by that board edge so you can take a ship, move hard one, claim it, be by it. Your opponent's probably going to do the same. There's that center scenario, and then you have the other scenario where you put it on their side. And what you can do is you can place it and... Uh, and this is just me, you know, there's probably a lot more people who have played more games. I've played about six, but I know if I'm flying my Nantex and I place it on their side, but on this edge that I could do a five straight tractor myself, move myself forward. Now I'm in range one of it. I can use my Nantex to grab that as well in some way mm-hmm. while still doing all my tricks. So you have to think about what your ships can do and what your opponents can do and where you want that engagement because your opponent's probably going to do something similar. And he's placing one on your side as well. And he might place one even closer to you in some way. So I feel turn zero to turn one, claiming as much as you can, not as important, but it's that psychological getting into and then I feel like there's so much strategy that can go into that and it's not just well I have a bunch of beef I'm going to line up and shoot you mm-hmm. we're going to joust yeah there's definitely a big a big new world we need to, to play with here um, there's just a, a whole lot to uncover um, there is and oh I've been so because I've been doing other stuff and working on other stuff and it took me so long, and now I'm happy to get back into it. You know, let's get into then the next thing of list building, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, so, as I kind of went over in the beginning, I, I'm not a fan of how strict some list building could be. Like, it's just a matter of counting up to 20, and then the, the real um, part of the list building um, that's closest to the uh, 2.0 list building is picking out your upgrade. Isn't it, isn't it nice to be able to put upgrades on ships and see upgrades on ships and not just like the maximized min-max value of each of these ships? Yeah, the, the main issue I see, it, it would be nice to just take off a squad point and just take a lighter version if you really want to. It is nice to see upgrades that you normally wouldn't see. Like, we, I've seen more novice tactics... Uh, Novice Tactician, is that what it's called? That um, is, yeah. Uh, more of that than I've ever seen in my life. Um, just because it's that one random two-point that might be helpful on a two um, a big ship that you might have never seen before because it just wasn't worth it in your 200-point list. So stuff like that is really cool. The one thing that pisses me off is every time I see a Luke Skywalker, I know it's going to have proton torpedoes and I'm going to be sad. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's not really a gripe. I mean, if if uh, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Just uh, if somebody's taking something big and nasty, you take something big and nasty. If everybody's special, no one will be special. It's sort of that mentality right now. But yeah, my main issue was just there's just certain things you can't take um, that you were it, able to take before weird. that it's you might have really liked. It's 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 a little random. I really like that you. 
you can put so much more on each ship in your list, but I I don't know how they came up with like I mean I don't know how they came up with any of that, but that's the most random one of the most random things I've seen. Why did uh, they leave torpedoes on a Fang fighter? They're never going to shoot them. Why did they take the missile slot off of certain SFs when the whole point of that ship is to be able to shoot missiles out of the turret? Which is the SF? The Thai SF in first order. Oh yes, yes. Um, one thing I want to add before I totally forget is I understand you can't compare this to 2.0 points at all. That's just not a thing anymore. You might look at 2.0 points and say, oh, this is undercosted, or this is overcosted, or this is a really good deal. I'm paying three points for something that might have cost me 45 points before. You can't really do that anymore because obviously it's a totally different thing. But you can't even compare to other factions. What do you mean? Because there's something that's worth three or four points that's something of similar uh, chassis or abilities might be worth five points in another squad. Um, you can't even compare in the same faction because you'll look at the separatists and most of the vulture droids are three points and all most of the hyenas are three or four points. Like it's kind of a, it's kind of cool how you can pay three points and have a five health vulture or something along those lines, but you're they're there's clearly better chassis that you're paying for the same points, so it's really why well, it's would I take to, something worse you have to when be able I could have a certain number? Ship. Sorry. Yeah, but I get what Luke's saying is that like, why would you take the worst thing when you know? Okay, I'll upgrade to a hyena with a torpedo. That's clearly better than a vulture. Yeah, hmm, okay, there's some okay. things like that should definitely not be costed the way they are because there's other things that's like. Well, I can just take this instead. Like, right, yeah. I noticed that with generics. Like, no one's ever going to take a generic. Anymore. Why take a six-point Fang Fighter with Rebels when you can take a six-point Wedge? Right, right. Yeah, and exactly. So, I would have. I think it would have made more sense. Like when you look at certain factions, you're paying five points for a uh, T70 for a generic or a named. Um, why can't we pay two points for a vulture droid named or a generic? Like, why? There's a certain because, thing that... Because the Separatists probably made someone upset at AMG. <laughs> they, they said it was unfun to play against. And, and I hate to be that person, but I feel like some things were cost, point-costed because they are unfun to play against. Well, the problem is now you have so many uh, factions that can outswarm the swarm faction. Yeah, I feel um, like all the vault they need to go down a lot, and you just make them price two points. Yeah, I understand this is their first point change, but obviously, if the game started with this point structure, the way separatists. Uh, kind of exists, they wouldn't exist this way. The chassis will look completely different to make it more awesome. even with other factions. If every single ship... It's just so many ships to try and even out, it's almost impossible. Yeah. So, I, I, uh, uh, I applaud them for trying, but right now, obviously, balance is not the main focus. 
that was kind of my main thing with the list building as well as just uh, I feel why I take this when I could take this. That's... I feel the separatists have the biggest issues as a separatist player. Like looking at other things, I'm like, well, this is arguably better. I'm still playing separatist mm-hmm. myself. Um, I'm still making my Nantex work, and I see how to do that. But I don't. I don't know. I've spent so much time thinking about separatist that now it's like, well, things could be better for it. But again, I think it suffered from being this faction that had so many. People complaining about it. People not enjoying playing against it. Issues. Mm-hmm. That the knee jerk was strong just with that. Well, yeah, what what I... would, other than, what, what were the, like, what's a big complaint about the faction? Well, okay. Previous, obviously. Well, previously is that, well, what, Nantex. Okay. Uh, yeah. Django, Django Zam. Oh, um, well, I mean. The way struts worked. Um, struts, okay. struts, yes. Uh, the just the swarm mentality, how long it took. Okay, I was wondering when you were going to get to the swarm mentality, because, but even even thematically, I mean, from the films, that's it, isn't that kind of what they launched at at the Republic? Yeah. Swarms and swarms of these droids, right? Like exactly the, the Empire with the Tie Fighter, same thing. So that's why if if Luke I've... mentions thematics earlier when he's talking about the Shadowcaster, why get away from the thematics of the entire faction? Exactly. Because I feel like AMG had negative play experiences with it. Well, that's just the way it works. I mean... I I agree. But, you know, design... I'm not in the head of the developers or designers. um, I did hear someone at the store, you know, mention... Not not exactly about this, but uh, they were... Like, when they noticed I had Vader with upgrades and for TIE Fighters, well... To be fair, all the factions are pretty buffed. Like everybody's everybody's allowed to bring tons of upgrades now. Yeah, but, but I didn't real I didn't realize that about the um, separatists though. I feel just in my feeling, the separatists got the worst end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Not that they're necessarily all bad, just. Someone had a negative experience, and some people don't like playing swarms. Yeah, I think you just need to. I, I kind of like it because it me better, you know, when you finally do and, beat one. But okay, whatever. let's another big nerf that they got was buzz droids. Okay, what happened? Well, they reduced buzz droid agility to one. Oh, and you can shoot them off, and you can shoot them off at range zero. Oh, and. Their point cost is four. I mean, um, it's it's been four for a long time. They just well, but well, how does that work? What do you mean? Like they're they're not a ship, right? It's a no it's a missile, but it's a missile worth yeah. four. Okay, that you can sh- reduce agility to one, and you can shoot them off at range zero. So you have to put them behind. So then there's no chance. For them to run over them again, right? But I mean, put them in front—that's four points, and they're wasting a shot instead of shooting you, I guess. Okay. But at this at this point, like I wasted a calculate to throw that, and yeah. now I'm unmodded. Yeah. 
So the one ship you would ever take that on is the Trade Federation drone, which can't take any upgrades either. Exactly. So I don't ever see myself taking it. The only thing I would see myself take is energy shell chargers at the same points. Um, but even that I'm not really taking because one of my favorite ships in the game took a big hit, I think. The uh, the HMPs. I think yep. their, their turns that they need to set up, their probe droids, just don't exist anymore. Because everybody's going towards the middle to get the objectives. Um, you're going to get jousted. You're not going to have time to do that because you need to also go out and get objectives. There's no staying if... behind and setting up your target locks anymore. I wondered so. if some lists or our list archetypes were going to kind of fall to the wayside because it is a big change to have objectives in the game. Um, yeah, but so, I, I just... A lot will. I mean, two-ship lists can't exist anymore. They even no, they're made not even that... legal. Not even I legal. know. So you have to have three ships. That's a whole archetype there. But I, I just... Some of the things they did to the Separatist, they need to look at. I honestly feel like they had too many negative play experiences, and that was a knee-jerk there. Yeah. I like a lot of the other things. I like a lot of the scum stuff. The rebel stuff, I don't know what to do because there's just so much stuff. Yeah. Separatist so, is... The problem I'm seeing right now is the main reason I'm getting excited about it. Uh, the most most of the main reasons I'm excited about lists right now is seeing how broken it can get. <laughs> um, so uh, I think that we've established that the Seppi's got hurt the most here, uh, point-wise, and uh, I would definitely agree with that. Um, some people say the Scum are getting hit pretty hard because they don't have a lot of like three-point uh, filler kind of ships. Just That's wait true. for Maul in the Gauntlet. That thing is going to be incredible. For only eight points, the same points you could pay for Asajj with two force. You can get uh, with crew. You can get up to seven force on that thing. How, how do you know and it's you only can... seven points? It's eight points because they or announced on the points. Oh, they have okay. Yeah, and uh, the build I have right now is five points, and with and with all of the upgrades, you can have four crew on there. So I got four the child. Yeah. The Mandalorian, uh, Lando Carusian crew, and IG-88 uh, crew. So you can... And then I got Gamut in there to hold on to the tokens. Mandaru to pass him tokens. So he can hold on to his green force. Uh, have two to four calculates and a focus. Um, even if you have... Uh, and you can spend those calculates to reroll dice. And you're never going to get shot at because you have a reinforce and force and two agility. Like... And re-rolls with Lando, like it's, that thing is just going to be a monster. And for eight points, I think it's—I mean, it's not going to have a great dial, but it can turn on the spot like a U-wing. So whatever. Hmm. I think it's going to be a great ship. Um, yeah, no, that's going to be a monster. Um. Anyway, uh, I think we've discussed what the. Uh, what faction got hit the worst? Um, which faction do you guys agree think got the best deal here? Uh, I think Imperial because just what I know they there's did that with... that one list. I mean, the X ones are incredible. Just Zertek and all those um, I three X ones at three points. That's just insane. 
my vote is the Republic. They got the best Republic. Um, yeah, they got the, in my opinion, the best, best, uh, uh, like cheap filler ships. You got an I five, which is incredible in scenarios in Contrail and the B wing for two points. I heard the torrent went up. That's uh, the yeah, only thing torrents, I know about that faction. Yeah, just we don't can't, can't play swarm them anymore. No, they're four points minimum. Um, you got Barris Afi at three points. A freaking Jedi at three points is crazy. But that's in the just the seven. Yeah, and then there's there's just so many other ships that are cheap. Uh, the the um, N ones. There's some three pointers like the uh, the Handmaiden and Danae Elberger. Um, like you can fit uh, some squads that in old points. I I said I'm not going to look at old points, but are over 300 in points. <laughs> Um, you can fit some crazy squads with like five or six ship regen, um, like five or six Jedi. Like it's crazy. Like I said, I'm not going to look at old points, but if you're putting a, point, a, a ship, to, if you're putting a list together and it's 200 and old points, um, unfortunately, if you're looking around, that's not going to cut it with some stuff. Like unless you're really lucky, like you should be looking at. 340 points or 240 points to the 300 point list for your squad looking at old points just trying to fit the most you can fit into a squad like the most three two three and four point ships that you can it's well that's not everybody's crazy. style crazy though. yeah I, i'm bad because i'm flying a six five five four mm-hmm. four ships but I'm having fun with it. You make it up with all the upgrades you could put on there that you wouldn't be able to fit normally. I'm making it up by just taking in Snare. Yeah. (laughs) No, I can fly my Sunfact Church at Grievous List now with another ship. I'm Mm. not sold on the Tri-Fighter. I can put a Hyena. I can put 404 Mm. in there. Though I don't like 404's loadout. It's points for loadout. I mean... Sun fact with a bunch of upgrades, including in Sarah, you're already way ahead at six points because he used to be 68 points. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm stop. I'm going to stop comparing now. I'm going to stop. Drive yourself now. crazy. You might as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm not comparing at all. This is a new game. Mm hmm. Uh, what were we talking about again? We're talking about. Uh, which squad? Uh, which, which faction ended up. Yeah, on top. what's your opinion on that, Dave? Uh, well, I didn't really know about the Republic, but I I thought Rebels and Scum, like those are the two that I was concentrating my list building on. They seem to be awesome. Like I, I, again, you can put so many upgrades on everything now that you couldn't before. Here, let me just you can put two talents and a modification on a Fang Fighter. That's crazy. You know, Bo- uh, Boba Fett gets the crew back. Um, okay, there's no more Slave 1 title, but that's, you know, Maul is back on if you want him. Flip over to Rebels. Like, what is, how much can you put on Wedge now? I think my favorite thing in Rebels right now is um, two point Blount and a four point Think Hyrel. Two point, oh wow. Yeah, a four oh, look, point. You can put two I talents on Wedge and an Astromech, a Torpedo, a Mod, and he's still got S Foils. The Rebel A Wing looked great where is it right here 
But wouldn't that be nope. funny if they just had X-Wings that they just took S-Foils off of? They said, no, you can't have that. <laughs> Your X-Wing is broken. No S-Foils for you. <laughs> Rebel A-Wing gets two talents and a mod and a missile and a config if you want. Of the of the factions I'm more familiar with, yeah, I say, I, I don't know, Re- Rebels or Scum feel really, really powerful now. With It's, it's because everything... Like it's a whole different count for your for your upgrades now, right? Once you've once you've picked your ships, you can just load them up so much now. That's I I, I think that's really cool. It's one of the changes that I really like. I'm seeing a list that you might like getting thrown around there, Dave. But two Mandalorian Royal Guards, the Fang Fighter. Is that is that the in the scum or the? Uh, yeah, in scum. Yeah. Um, and then Boba Fett. And then oh yeah, I, yeah I, I had played around with that. I'm even I, because I want to try them. I mean, I bought the, you know, I have the I have the new Mandalorian card pack. Uh, I'm looking at the we'll Rebel Fangs. Uh, Fen with what are they called? Oh, the Clan Clan Ren Volunteer, which you can only have two of. I wonder what FFG's plan was because you get five Rebel dials with that kit, but you cannot fit more than three in this new point system. I mean, rebel things tend to be cheaper. Um, so they might have been a forty-point fang. Right. Uh, so the clanman volunteer, while well, you perform an attack at range one, if the speed of your maneuver matches that of a friendly ship at range one, you may reroll one attack die. So, so they clearly That's synergize me. with Fen. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, there isn't a single. F- Fang that's less than five points except for Cat Solus and Scum, which is four. Yeah, there's some cool options there. I would say Rebels got some really awesome options. You can fit six ship lists very easily with some very efficient stuff. Like those Clan Ren volunteers, they have two mods, so you can put Afterburners and a shield upgrade. And yeah, Trace, you said Empire got the best deal there. I just think, yeah, but I have, I don't like defend. I am scared of seeing defenders on their table and knowing that a def- Vader and the defender just being there is such a problem piece. It was really, <clears throat> like, it was, uh, man, he, he never got, he, I didn't even lose a shield with Vader. He, you know, just constantly doing a, 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 sp- a five speed or a four K, white gets his evade force. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was unbeatable, and you know, I was using the Tie Fighters for just to mess shit up and block. And yeah, he's a tank. Our buddy Sammy, I play, my first game I played against him. That's what his list was: was Vader, Fifth Brother, and a Foresight Inquisitor. I managed to get in and kill the Inquisitor really quick, but then uh, I got Darth Vader down to one hull, and I couldn't kill him. And then I lost by a few points. But that was fun. Like I said, I've only played a couple games so far. Being on the table, playing X-Wing, it's still fun. That'll never go away, hopefully. But uh, having fun so far. Just uh, There's just so many... I don't like change. Is that okay? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm getting used to it already. I think. I mean, we're 
or, or two weeks into this now. Yeah. So if it's if it's that new to you and you're adjusting slowly, then that's probably a good sign. Mm -hmm. Like it's still X-wing, and hopefully they adjust um, to where it needs to be. I just think maybe we need more points to play with in a squad. Like we're at twenty right now. Maybe we could go to two hundred. That might be. <laughs> but the ships all stay the same cost. Yeah, as right now. <laughs> how many exactly. five? How many five point ships can you fit into a, a two hundred point list? I'm thinking maybe go up to. Some people might say twenty five, but then the lists are even more bigger. But a table space is at a premium right now. Yeah, with the um, with that's, the scenarios, that's one of the other three by three is, seems yeah. really small now. Let's go to four yeah. by four or or three by six. Well, I'm saying um, like table space for your cards. Oh, I know. That's the only thing. Like, I don't love. It's I'm I'm so contrary. I just told you that I love the fact that you can put all these upgrades on ships, and now I'm going to tell you that I don't love putting all these upgrades on ships. Like, uh, I'm the same. I like my my area to be neat. How about one or two upgrades per ship? But whatever. I'm still going to put a hundred on there. But I would I, prefer I put... to have a nice yes, a nice neat side to my table. My OCD uh, I, is part of the why I like this game. You know, why did I? I love playing with the chips and stacking the chips, making sure every card has the same number of chips. Remember when uh, uh, we used to tell uh, Brian, "Don't keep spending your points on up on hull upgrades. You can yeah. spend that somewhere else." And now everything can take a hull upgrade. And you and might it's as not well a big too. deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might as well so go, now go right for the. I'm shield going upgrade. into. I, I I got my squad together. For Saturday already, and I went back into the binder like three or four times because they're like, "Oh yeah, I added that," because you know I have the points. I had to go back and find it. Yeah, so I got to go grab this hull upgrade. I had to grab this engine upgrade. I had to grab this shield upgrade. It's like, oh yeah, I totally forgot that that's even in my list because I would have never made it like that originally. Um, but yeah, I think my my two main critiques are uh, strict list building because. You don't get to make stuff the way that you want anymore, like uh, for some things, and table space. Uh, with all of the upgrades that, especially new players, had to keep track of. Yeah, that's going to be... I know that... I, I swear someone told me all these changes were AMG's trying to make the game simpler, but yeah, it's not, not exactly simpler. It hasn't changed that much, but it's it's more. Like, there's more setup. There will be more upgrades to bring. It will be certainly for a new player a lot to keep track of like mm -hmm. if you can put you know if it I don't know, let me just open yasby so i don't sound stupid but like yeah you bring your ship and um so i i still have that clan ren volunteer here so if i put two different modifications and a torpedo and a talent with their ability I mean, it's not it's not overwhelming. It's still a fun game, but it, it's a lot. You're gonna you might forget some triggers. Although I guess your opponent should be helping you out if you're new. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Either way, we want more new players. I uh, I can see like when you're doing like some practice games when you're starting when you're new, you could just run ships naked if you want to. Like you don't have to bring upgrades. No, um, those, those points don't actually count for anything, store, right? No, they don't. So, yeah, so if I, I mean, 
Yeah, you can actually if you're if you're comfortable running naked ships. You can still run naked X wings and naked ties if you want, just to teach people. Well, uh, oh, I didn't look at all the ties, but like I said, the uh, the the I think it's Obsidian Squad. I'll mm-hmm. just open it up and tell you. They can't take anything. Yeah, they no. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the so the two factions I can take the two point generics are. The Empire with the Obsidian and the Separatist with the Vulture Droid. And those ones, they don't. They're any not of the two-point ships in the game, none of them can take any of Okay, that makes sense. Because I was going to say Night Beast, who's also two points, has an ability, but is not allowed to take any any upgrades. The only upgrades are like the um, like the Bastion-esque on the E-Wing or anything that's like built onto the ship. Mm-hmm. Did you mean V-Wing? Did you say E-Wing or V-Wing? Or V-Wing, yeah. Any so thoughts have, on that also... phrase for the for the table space and stuff like that? What's that? I've always run out of table space just by my ships and my stuff, so oh, I see player. no... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a throw everything and get everything lost. Like, I have tried, I have tournament trays, I have a tournament box, and it still just gets super chaotic on my side of the table. Oh, yeah. You're so it just guys. is going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> is that my focus token? No, it's mine. Leave it alone. Can we... Uh, let's, uh, let's trail off to another more positive subject. Um, like, is there a new favorite pilot that just because the points are like, ooh, and now you're kind of liking the idea of flying it? Like, is there certain upgrades that you've never used before that now you're considering? I've never th- flown a tri fighter, really. Okay, that's start, and they, they started at four points. Yeah, yeah. Not that's, they need. That's the that's the not so great part. I mean, all of them, but fearsome predator are four points. Wow, fearsome five. is five. Wow. Yeah, not not wonderful. I know you got sixteen points to play with, but and we're missing one of them. Because it got banned. Yeah. Uh, the flak. Uh, I'm kind of... I was like, they're not going to ban that. And oh, look. But you'll say that your favorite ship still is the... Uh, the Sunfa- or the uh, the Nantex, even in 2.5, 3.0? That's all I've really flown. So yeah, I know how to make it work. Awesome. That's funny, because... Wow. What I'm excited, I'm I'm excited to try Rebel Fangs, which is a ship that I fly all the time. <laughs> I just haven't tried it in that faction. That that's what a friend of mine stated. Like when 2.5 first like got announced with all the points and stuff and all the documents, people were like, "Oh man, it's changed." And he's like, "Justice is talking about flying Nantex. This person's talking about flying this. This person's <laughs> nothing has changed. Nothing's changed now. <laughs> yeah." Like Scott's mentioning in the chat here, like he's barely flown Ferris before, but now you're seeing her everywhere. So there are ships that are just going to make their way into squads that you've never seen before. Like, yes, my my squad that I'm taking on Saturday has Wilsa and the Y Wing for resistance. Like I would have never put that on the table, except now she's three points. So why wouldn't I try it? Yeah, and and I I was so glad that you suggested. Uh, it's not what I want to bring on Saturday, but. Um... Now you can have Boba Fett, Fen Rao, and Gamut Key. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> just hold on to Fen's focus, yeah. and then 
go in and target lock or whatever. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's so many ships uh, like uh, Kai Thrally and the X-Wing. Like, well, I've always, you've always stuck to night. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it. I'm going to butcher it. Um, in the so X-Wing. Um, you mean Thane Kyrell? She's one of the... She, She's one of the X-Wings that cost four points in Resistance. Kai oh, Resistance X-Wing. Oh, Resistance. I'm sorry. Yeah, so so sometimes you're not even looking at abilities. You're just looking at cost now. And then the ability system right. plus. Right. So her ability is after you fully execute a maneuver, if you move through a friendly ship, you may perform an evade action. So if that never happens, I don't care. I paid four points for her. Oh, I don't think we're looking at the same pilot. Are you talking about Carcoon? Carcoon? No. No, uh, uh, Resistance uh, X-Wing, T-70. Kai yeah. Thrinali. Uh, it's the first one on the list. She costs four points. Oh, down there. Sorry. And then if you're looking at... Um, and that's an, that's an I-4 for four points. And then you're getting another I-4 for three points with Wilsa. Um, and if she deals Chris to somebody, uh, that person gains a strain unless it removes a non-recurring... Um, charge from one of its cards. Yeah, why would you take a Black so, Squadron Ace or even a Blue Squadron Rookie when you could have pilots with abilities? Exactly. Because AMD doesn't like generics. But even Unless if you it's the Trade Federation drone. Uh, yeah, like it's just a matter of counting to 20 now. Like, pick the most efficient ships. The T-70 is a very efficient ship even without an ability. <laughs> yeah, it is. So... And you're getting it with upgrades. Um, so there's lots of stuff. This is a big positive thumbs up to AMG. There's lots of pilots that we're trying out now that we've never tried before. The The main issue is just seeing them all over the place, um, especially in places like uh, Republic. You're going to see... It's not necessarily a bad thing, but you're going to see Contrail and Barris everywhere. And Rebels, you're going to see Blount and Derek everywhere. That's not a bad thing. It's cool to see these pilots uh, out and about, but it's just because it is just counting to 20 and not filling in with upgrades anymore, you're just going to see this kind of this kind of um, salad. These uh, salads form. Speaking of the Republic, they're pissing me off. I, I sold my collection. I don't have that faction anymore. And then I saw a picture of the beautiful Z95 that's coming out. Oh, yeah, the new uh, Zeds. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the new cheap one for that faction since the Torrent went up to five. Oh, boy. Um, or, sorry, the... You might, yeah, Torrent. Yeah, Torrent. You might like this. So, Scott just posted in the chat a Fenrau with advanced proton torpedoes. Clan training, which is a new um, ty- uh, talent. Mm-hmm. Before you engage, if you're not focused, if there's an enemy ship in your front arc at range one, you may spend one charge to perform a red focus action. Oh, wow. Uh, and... Is that Rebel Fen? Yeah, so you can... Uh, no, uh, Scum Fen. So you roll in, you target lock, and then you get your focus with the ability. And then... Uh, but if you don't kill the ship, you get your charge back. So you can just keep using it unless. uh... Oh, sorry. If the defender is destroyed, recover one charge. So if you totally nuke something, you get your charge back. Hmm. So that's kind of neat. Well, he already gets five dice at range one. 
I mean, I'd probably try it. That's some positives that I have. Is there some uh, big positives that you guys see? I mean, the game still mostly um, like it flies the same, like you're flying your ships the same way. But is there something that really um, catches your attention and that you really enjoy so far? Nothing that really pops out to me, but I, I'm just glad that it's still is still as enjoyable as I, you know, what I mean? like I I have no desire to not play or. Um, the only reason I sold my Republic faction is uh, it's a space reason. My wife wonders why mm-hmm. I have so many plastic toys at this age. Like it's it's still an Plast- awesomely fun game that I am very invested in, and will stick with. Um, I'm, you know, honestly, I'm still new to it, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Still, um, We're still I. I'm fully enjoying it, though. I don't know. My favorite takeaways is that I am fully enjoying the scenario play. The the good thing is, especially if it's sticking away. I know earlier I said I I wasn't in love with scenarios. Um, More can come out. There may be a scenario that is, hey, let's just dogfight. One, Um, I mean, that's Chance Encounters is the dogfight. Oh, is it? Okay. Again, I only played one of the scenarios. So, so that is the same game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and there, there may be some That's incredibly the only amazing that, um, scenario that is coming still that we don't know about. The dogfight chance encounters is the only one that half points actually matter on for ships. Oh, okay. As well. Those. That's kind of your victory objectives. Yeah, but there is another scenario that they announced. Droid. Uh, I call it droid soccer. It's yeah, um yeah. I don't know how that one plays yet, but no. But they announced the pack. They announced uh one of the cards that is unusable. Unusable? Sense. Mm. It comes with an alt art sense card. Yeah. So back in the day when AG first took over, we had the mini um extravaganza event where we all like inputted what um, that we played some X-Wing, and if we were playing a light side faction or a dark side faction, right, and that right. decided That's what familiar. theme it was. So now it went with the light side theme, so it's a Yoda-based Altart. But the thing is that AMG probably knew since wasn't a card that they wanted in the game uh, at the time. Or maybe they didn't. But anyway, that's the Altart that we're getting. Obviously, you can still use it in Extended, but it is kind of funny that they just didn't use the art and create a different card that's still legal and standard or make it double sided and make the other side patience or something like that. Oh, because it looks at you, you get to look at a dial. I see. Mm-hmm. I, you know, just thinking and looking at the new scenario, the droids are looking for, they're doing a lot with like range four and don't have that range. We don't have a 4.5, like... Wouldn't even fit in the box, unless it was magnetic. Like, just looking at the droids are looking for, you're placing the stranded astromech beyond range 4. So you'll have to, you have to have acrylic um, templates, and you use your 3 and your 1. Yeah. Your your range 3 and your range 1. Are you talking about just setting up the scenario? Yeah. Okay. Um... I, I would just take a tape measure and 
measure 1.5 feet in the middle. And there, there you go. I don't want to see any tape measures, 40K. Fine. And so, uh, the breakdown of the... Oh, it's so horrible, the breakdown of the range rulers in actual feet. What? It's not precise. Oh, so sure range one is like the line in the center adds 0.5 inches or something like that. Like it's weird. There was something. I was in a discussion with this and I'm not entirely. I just rolled my eyes at it as they were discussing it. What? Just for putting it in the center of the board, you mean? Yeah. But no, with oh, all different things. I don't. So what was the the complaint like that? Oh, someone said just use a ruler, and someone's like, you can't, or tape measures, like, like you can't because it's not. It's you're not doing exactly this. three feet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I understand. And the range rulers aren't exactly like a nice even measurement. There's a. They're not twelve inches long. They're like I I I'm just pulling this number out of the air, but they're. 10.35 centimeters long instead of... Yeah. So it doesn't... It's not even getting across the board is what you mean? No, just... You can't just take a tape... Like... They're using these range measurements that we don't technically have and we have to kind of put things together but they won't exactly be as precise as they should. Okay. With the... um. The range rulers from uh, 1.0 Epic, would they work? If you cut a little bit off. Yeah, they had a range 4 template. Probably. You just cut off 1.5 or uh, no, you just cut off um, like 0.5 of a thing and then that would be your 4.5. Bam, there you go. They have like the the little thing that you have in the dials to spin it. They had that at the end just for spinning out, or had it in the middle for spinning out to make it any longer. Um, so it would fold up and you could put it away all nice. And I think mine is in the cupboard somewhere. But yeah, we'll we'll have all those acrylics eventually. But right now we just have a printout for a one point five inch ruler. Oh. This mission setup is interesting for the droids you're looking for. Oh, do they have a picture set up? Yeah, in uh, the uh, Discord, in the general, mm-hmm. you can see the back of the card. Oh, okay. And the special rules. And, like, ships cannot be placed in reserve in this which Discord? In Ewok Squadron. Oh, the ones that I posted. Sorry. Yeah, you posted it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought it was like something that was just posted. So I was no, no, confused. no. You posted it. Okay. I didn't even notice that there was the setup thing on there. Yeah, this gives me all the more reason to set up uh, a thing for X-wing Quidditch. You can do soccer. You can do Quidditch. 
I'd like to see you figure that out. I have an idea. Use proximity mines for the nets. Use uh, a discord missile for the snitch. And he used probe droids for the quaffles. Well, you have and to be then... able to hit some of them into the net. I don't. I wouldn't want to hit a. Uh, what did you say? A missile. You would. You would uh, just pick it up like you would in, back, scramble, in, in scramble mission, and then just fly it to the net. Oh, I see. And then you uh, you could probably add a rule to like launch it with a three bank or three straight or something. Anyway, we're off, we're off subject here. Um, <laughs> let's move on to the um, the uh, the Pride of Mandalore uh, reinforcements pack. Did you pick that one up? I did. Awesome, I did as well. I have not opened it yet, but oh. there are some ships I've seen on TTS and stuff that uh, I do not like seeing across the table already. Just give me one second to get across the room because they're all sitting right there. I can't reach them. One sec. Mm-hmm. Oh, you opened it up? I was thinking That's about good podcasting it up and... when you have uh, dead air and noise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, the, the one, I didn't get a chance to try them, but I, I was wondering what you guys thought about the. It's Moff Gideon and the uh, ISB Jingoist. That's the one that I'm. Uh, I don't like seeing across the table. It's the ISB. Okay. It's such a powerful ability. Uh, just... It does seem like they would work good together. I haven't even looked at Moff Gideon, but uh, Sammy's been flying ISB Jingoist against me, um, and you can put Damian Switch on them. It's really mean. Uh, so the Jinguist is before you engage, you may choose one enemy ship in your front arc at range 0 to 1. If you do, that ship gains one deplete or strain token of your choice, unless it chooses to remove one green token. So you're just stripping tokens with this thing. Mm-hmm. And it costs three. Oh, and this ouch. is one of the best TIE fighters in the game, in my opinion. But you can only take two. Yeah, you can only take two, but that's what? all you really need. Right, right. Uh, Just so in case I'm someone thought you could do a swarm over them, though. No, that'd be... Uh, I wish you could only take one, honestly. <laughs> um, so if you're looking at Moff Gideon, now we have two Gideons. We got Gideon Haskin, we got Moff Gideon. Right. Uh, Moff Gideon is while an enemy ship at range 1 to 3 defense. Before attack dice are rolled, you may spend one charge and choose a friendly ship at range 0 to 1 of the defender. If you do, uh, defense dice cannot be modified during this attack, and the chosen friendly ship gains one strength, one strength token. So you're stripping tokens, and you're making them even your enemy even more sad. Yeah, so these uh, should go very well together. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> it's just another way to do a nasty tie swarm. Try to get uh, Howl Runner in there and Versio. I don't know if it all fits, but yeah, not looking forward to that. But that was one of the ones I've had the pleasure of playing against already. Okay, cool. Okay. I have... Sorry about that. Oh no worries. We were That's just okay. talking about the ISB jingoists. Yeah, we're we're going into the Pride of Mandalore pack. Ah, uh, 
those, I mean, there the you know the Fang Fighter basic. I guess the Tie Fighter was already around too. I, I, I just think the uh, I don't know the Tie Fighters are very interesting. It would have been cool if they came out with a new model with the folding wings. <laughs> I didn't think they would do that. And it could have been another class of ship, maybe. But I mean, that's just another Tie Fighter. I think that was the speculation when when it, when it showed up in the television show that it would be a different Tie Fighter. But yeah, it's basically they're not. Yeah, they're not, you're not even going to get a model. MG and FFG were like, oh, screw that. Those hinges look annoying. Yeah, you'll just end up with a very floppy winged Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it just takes up more space when it lands, really. Yeah. But I mean, that's never been a problem in Star Wars, right? Uh, let's see. Um, well, the next one you don't land, so. So my my uh, my standouts are the ISP Jinguis. Um, there's some really cool uh, crew options as well. You got a, so uh, Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano and freaking Scum. Uh, or Republic. After you fully execute a maneuver, you may spend one force to choose one friendly ship in your, in your back uh, of your ship at range one to two. If you do, that ship may perform a red focus action even while stressed. So she's one of the crew that you can take. So now Scum has even more force crew options. Um... On top of that, you have um, Savage Oppress, Savage Repress, which is another Force Crew option. You got. That's not from this pack, though, is it? Yeah, uh, Savage Repress is. And then in the, um, the Razor Crest, we'll be getting the Child and the Mandalorian as well. So the Scum is getting tons of Force options. Well, they need it. Yeah. They were they were sorely lacking force, especially in scenario play. Force is very nice. Is there any standouts for you guys in this pack? I, just I that unfortunately I oh, have not looked at it much. I got it and then I went on vacation. So, so the I want to try some Rebel Fangs. But then I have a problem where I look at the Rebel Fang. I'm like, well, I can just put an X-wing. Yeah, I, I, there's so like again, I've flown a lot of Fangs. I mention it every freaking week. Everybody knows, but uh, they do pop like balloons. So you know, making a whole list of Fangs can be scary. I know that that four four Fang fighters have done very well for Scum in certain tournaments, but. That's not for everybody. Yeah, it all depends on who's flying them. And that's that's exactly yes. It's yeah. not you know. It depends big, on the pilot. If that's what they like to fly. Lots like. of strategy, a little bit of luck, but yeah. So I, I even when like when if FFG had plans to let you put five Rebel Fangs in a list, that would have been something. But um, you know, even if you do two of the is it was it Clan Ren volunteers and Fen and throw in an X Wing, you might find that they blow up very quickly if you're not careful. Yeah, and the wise words of Greg, get into range one. Yes. Just do it. Get into range one. 
but but, yeah, but, like, but 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 what justice is saying is true i mean if you you know an x-wing has shields at least I, I know you have the mod slot now you can put a shield upgrade on the fang if you want but you can do that with an x-wing too Yeah, like, I wanted to fly Bodico so badly, and it's just like, six points is a little steep. Mm-hmm. I think there will definitely be some adjusting, uh, on in, uh, lots of adjustment in the first AMG points update after this. And I wonder if they'll make changes to mods, like... Oh, boy, that ship is way too powerful with uh, two talent. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, I'm just speculating, I don't even know. If there is something, I guess if every faction has the ability to put a ton of shit on each ship, then maybe it's not such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand what you're saying there, Trey's about six points. That's why in resistance right now, like, there's some ships I really want to take, but, uh, like, I'll take Easy at five, but I'm not going to take Tally at five, even though I love her a lot. Um, I'm going to go down to four points to take Greer instead, you know? Because they were similar to the Casa before, and Greer has a better ability, in my opinion. Um, there's just certain things that's just not logical to do anymore, unfortunately. Maybe we'll get, like, bonus, like, or they'll do something like, if you fly all of... They'll give you some type of mod or loadout, like, if everyone's... If everyone's a Mandalore, reduce the cost of these by this much. Hmm. Maybe. But that gets too, way too complicated. So, uh, for the new Prime Mandalore pack, I, I'm I'm enjoying what I'm looking at. I'm thinking about grabbing some of the new rocks out. And there's um, some other interesting cards in here. Um, one that not a lot of people are familiar with, the Blazer Bomb. Yeah, um, I haven't tried that yet. I haven't even I seen it. I want to use that, it. too. So, off of memory... From what I've seen, is it when it goes off, it's like a proton bomb, right? Or does it just uh, explode? What kind of so bomb does it explode like? The rules behind the blazer bomb, I have them actually open. And then it leaves an obstacle behind for two turns. Is that the electro chaff cloud? Or no, no. No, it's, no, it's, it's the um, round blazer bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bomb. Might be a, it might be a good bomb to take at four points. We'll see. Especially if you can launch it. That's one of the things that we never got into was freaking uh, tragic or um, tragedy simulator. Oh, tragedy B-wings. simulator. You can put them on B-Wings with bombs now. So that's another thing. So, okay. When this object is placed, fit the god. So when the blazer bomb is launched, you also tab of the blazer bomb. After this obstacle is placed, place a fuse marker on it. So, okay, when you place a blazer, that doesn't make sense. Let me, of course, there's no. Uh... It's just one of the things I haven't seen yet. Well, if you do open up your pack, it has new instructions and the. Uh, yeah, it has instructions on it. That, that it That's like 10 the, feet away, Dave. I know, I, I don't even know where mine is right now. I just have the cards open. Mine's in <laughs> but, my car. <laughs> yeah, well, so we're not getting it for this show. But if you open up your pack, they're all in there in the instructions. And the beautiful new asteroids, like you mentioned. The coloring is great on them. Yeah, it's not in the rules reference. Gosh darn it, I'll figure out what this thing does. They have commando team in the rules reference. 
which I did not notice before. Did anyone else notice that? In the rules reference, they have announced what Commando Team does. What rules reference? That's coming with the gauntlet. Yeah, I know, I know the card you mean. It, it's like... Oh, the rules reference. On which page of that? Page 27. I'm back. Sorry about the long pause for editing there, Dave. Sorry. Well, we were talking about the Commando Team. Oh, okay. You guys can continue talking about that. I just grabbed my pile of pride. So yeah, it, it looks like it's the size of a seismic. No, looks a bit smaller. Just judging by this, can be placed overlapping an object and under ships. You can't attack if something's at range zero during engagement. If an enemy ship is at range zero. <laughs> Besides that, it's a 1-2 to two missile attack. You spend a charge. And you may change one eyeball to a hit result. Wow. They have two charges, two, char yeah, two, two agility, charges. two, two hull. hull, two attack. And then after an enemy ship overlaps a commando team, that ship gains one strain. And if it's played when you drop them... Or relocating if it is placed underneath enemy ships, those ships also gain a strain. Oh yeah, I remember as I was memeing about them, because when you're at range zero of them, they're pretty much just kicking your ship, straining the heck out of you. But yeah, they can they can attack twice, right? And then yes. after that, they're just floating around trying to strain you. Now everybody gets some kind of uh, token they can go around the board, not just separatists. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was <clears throat> excuse me, I think that was the point. So I'm an idiot, I could have just brought it up on Yasby. Uh but the the blazer bomb at the end of the activation phase this device detonates. Uh so it's like a bomblet generator, everything at range zero to one rolls an attack eye and hit or crit, they take a hit result. Uh they, oh wait. They suffer one damage for each hit or crit, so it's a damage no matter what. And uh if it is a hit or crit, and after it detonates, you place the blaze, the big proximity mine looking thing, at the bottom of the at the bottom of the bomb. And now after this device places it, blah blah blah. Um, and then it is now an obstacle, and after this obstacle is placed, place a fuse marker on it. During the end phase, remove each blaze with no fuse markers and remove one fuse marker from each blaze. So it's there uh, for two turns after you drop it. For that turn and then the next turn. Hmm. I think we'll see them a lot. They can really screw up uh, a joust if you're launching them out with a B-Wing. I mean, the same thing with the Electro Chaff Cloud, too, but that's a missile, right? That's not a... That doesn't take up a payload slot. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I thought those were interesting. It's, it's a very interesting um, uh, type of payload option. And, yeah, these... Uh, those guys you were talking about, those are from the Gauntlet pack. Yeah, uh, I cannot, I cannot wait for that pack to get that one. Some of the pilots just look absolutely incredible. 
Yeah, I can't wait for new ships. And it just, it's just such a big boy. It takes up so much space. Um, how do you guys feel? Do you guys want to end it here? Uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty good. Any, any thoughts that you guys want to want to um, delve deeper on? No. No. Yeah, I think that we got our opinions out there. The game is still fun. I think uh, for most people, it's just getting getting used to it. Um, it's very new still. Uh, so, uh, any any shoutouts from you guys? Um, not exactly a shoutout, but since Star Wars can Star Wars fans can sometimes be known as a bit of a toxic fandom, from one toxic fandom to another. Hey, if you hate the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix, horror fans. Get over it. They made it. It's not great. They're gonna make more. They're not gonna be great. It doesn't take away from the original. Quit, uh, I quit mean, arguing online. Let, let's. Was the second remake any better? No, no. Was the sequels no, no. any not, better? I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they just <laughs> keep getting worse. Don't worry about it. It's not worth arguing about. All I hear is that it's a bunch of bratty kids that you're in. It's okay for them to die because they're pieces it, of shit. It's, it sure is. <laughs> it's not a movie worth getting that upset about. I hear that the uh, production on like the gore effects are excellent. Yes, but that but that's the best thing going for it. Absolutely. So um, not a shout out, just a calm down out. Anything from you, Justice? No, not this week. <laughs> uh, my shadow this week is my wife's PC because I saved a lot of money on a graphics card after I found out it can run Elden Ring. So, shout out to this computer. Awesome. Because graphics cards are not, no joke right now. Anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, and especially everybody on Twitch that followed. Uh, I appreciate it very much. And uh, we'll see you next time.